Hey guys, how's it going? Matt from Foulball Productions here. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you're doing well. I'm doing phenomenally. Thank you so very much. I mean, I could be doing better. I definitely did just wake up very recently because I'm an irresponsible adult who cannot have any kind of form of self-discipline and wake up when he's supposed to, to do the show. But I am here. We made it. And so did Vigilante. I've... Yeah, looks like we made it. Vigilante wins here on. I, you know what? I didn't even check the number. We're like 44, 44. right? 44. 44. Wow. Vigilante wins here on the 44th episode. The Culture Crime Fighters. And, uh, bing. Yeah. I, bing, I'm here bing. too. We're approaching Somehow a year, my it. friend. Yeah, it is. It's got yes, it. Because it was. It just, did we start January or February last year? Well, yeah, I'm just counting up to 52, but yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. because there, that doesn't work exactly, because didn't we skip a few numbers? Yeah, no, weeks? no. Yeah, there's yeah. been weeks, so. Yeah. It's and Hell Canadian Spider-Man, that's a rare. It's been a while since. I, I used to see uh, Canadian Spider-Man in the Doomcock ch chats all the time. I used to always joke, does he have uh, the finest in Canadian's Mary, Canadian Mary Jane, because they have a. You know, specific laws in Canada. And so uh, like, I get it. It was a pun. Weed. Yeah. It's a weed pun. It's a weed pun. Spider-Man's a fan of Mary Jane. There you go. Well, hail. Hail to you, Canadian Spider-Man. Yeah. Hail as well to Brightest Day, Mark DiCarlo, Sentient Dilido, uh, and Zach's mocking me for the intersectionality. I was listening back on that cocktail lounge uh, conversation, Zach's, and uh, I still think I'm right. Intersectional. Right. We get a lot of shit for intersectional. Oh, my God. And then, who fucking cares? Stop playing their games and making it matter. Stop yo, making their words matter. They don't matter. It's all mumbo jumbo. We'll be slightly off on the definition of intersectional. And you motherfuckers yell at us, read us like leftists. Swear to God. Like we're in a goddamn sociology class. <laughs> Oh, did I get? Do I get marked down on my paper for not getting the terms right? See, we're gonna go back to just saying woke. I, I you know, you don't want to just say woke, 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 because it almost just becomes a thing. Well, like, yo, intersectional. Oh, it's intersectional. Okay. Not technically actual. The intersectionalism cool. was birthed out of. Shut up! I don't care. It's all yeah. communism. <laughs> Cultural Marxism. Does that encompass everything? Is that good enough? You people. You people. No. no. You bigots. Talking about latest. Yeah. Is, is, well, you know what? We're not I thought it was the opposite. We're not commies here. We're actually capitalists. And to prove it, me and Vigilante launched a Patreon. Yes. That's right. And we're making making moves. We're creating an empire. And we released another yeah. episode just today. It just came out 17 minutes ago. Yeah. New Patreon episode, Culture Crime Fighter, Secret Identities. Take a look. This week we're talking drugs. It's a really good episode. I agree. And I'm not just saying that because I was on the show. Like it actually is really good. It's it's like really insightful. Um, some funny stuff. Some you know, some maybe less than funny stuff, but still cool to to, to you know talk about. And yeah, we kind of talk about our relationship with uh, with drugs over the years. Some kind of fun experiences. Um, I talk about a wake, waking up in a strange girl's bed when I wasn't when I didn't go to sleep there, you know, fun stuff, fun yeah. stuff. 
So check it out. Watch the Culture Crime Fighter Secret Identities. Got there's that episode and the other episode that's up. Virgins. Uh, I think they're really. I think they're good. I think they're fun. I would listen to them if I wasn't us. Yeah, I would too. I would too. So please yes. check it out. Uh, really appreciate it, and we appreciate you checking this out, even if you are uh, teaching us uh, intersectionality and all that other good stuff. Mm-hmm. And teasing yeah. me about it. I now I can't even tell if they're winding me up now or if they mean it. It's hard. It's hard to yeah. just decide. Well, since you did though, I just always assume he's winding me up. Oh, I don't take him seriously. That's crazy. Crazy that'd be, talk. That'd be nuts. What are yeah. you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, did you know the Matrix is out today? <sighs> yeah, I me- I remember liking that very first trailer the very first time I saw it. Me too. I did too. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't but I, sound good. No, they 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 compared it to the Last Jedi in like a positive light, which is like, man, I, that's crazy to think. That there are still people, still to this day, that like view the Last Jedi as something positive, and are like willing to say that in public. I was listening to that show Taste Buds um, mm-hmm. with Sal Volcano and Joe DeRosa, and it's where they like debate two different topics. Like he'll pick pizza and you versus you know pasta or whatever something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And they did one that wasn't food. They did it was it was Han Solo versus uh, versus Luke Skywalker, which was a pretty funny, like interesting, like who's better? Who would you take? You know, yeah. which I thought was pretty funny. Um, but fucking DeRosa, he kept talking about the timeline of Star Wars and kept including the sequels. And I'm like. If you keep fucking including the sequels to Rosa, I'm going to firebomb your house. What the fuck <laughs> is wrong with you? Those didn't happen. They don't count. They're not real movies. Like, stop acting as a Star Wars fan like we should ever acknowledge their existence ever again, except to trash it. Yeah. Oh, it makes me yeah. uncomfortable. I will say, you know, without having heard the episode, I will say in his defense, there are a lot of people who have now been, like, impacted by those movies. Like, they can never unsee Han Solo getting killed by his son or, or or luke drink that's uh, fine blue, blue, blue. i have no problem with that and that's that'll forever like scar their opinions it's like watching i'm trying to think of an example it's like you know brit Favre slinging picks will always be a part of his legacy no matter what he did before then you'll always remember those couple years he was just yeah but he's not but, but thing is like he's not acknowledging it like like the way gary acknowledges where it's mm-hmm. just like it's forever tarnished my experience with it like he he talks about it like he talks about the storyline as if when you're comparing luke to han you should include any part of those sequels in the conversation and mm-hmm. i'm like what the hell is this no that didn't even happen don't even talk like that yeah yeah hmm some people, anyway. you know, there's still people, you know, there's the normie class that are like, oh, man, this, this, these movies happen. I've, I've heard fucking, what's the dude? I'm not as big of a fan this year as I was last year. What's the guy? Clay Travis. He talks about his sons liking the, the, the recent Star Wars movies. Just like, oh, God, such a. I hope that they're toddlers. Like, I hope that they're as. I think they're know, like youngish. They are fairly young, but they they seem a bit too old to still like these movies. I blame parenting, obviously. Agreed. There's no other way. You know, I know you're taking care of your kids and all that stuff, and then you have them in you know great lap of luxury. But you know, 
letting them watch these movies earnestly may be a, the most massive failure as a parent you can possibly be. Clearly. I think it borders on child abuse, and I mean that with yeah. no hyperbole. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I just, it's, you know. So, anyway, so The Matrix is out today, and people comparing it to saying it's The Last Jedi, uh, like you said, of, of The Matrix as a positive thing. Um, and I think this one fan review sums it up pretty well. I just found this while I was like doing a little pre- preliminary research. And this is from, right, sure. this is live, this is on Google. And it's from Daniel Massey, Massey, uh, M-A-S-S-E-Y. Uh, sure. And he gives it two out of five stars. Oh. And his review, though, his t- it's titled, If you're going to enrage fascists and incels, please do it well. So his problem is not that the movie is going is pure propaganda, one-sided propaganda directed at making a political point, you know, purely for the left and then also calling anyone who disagrees with that fascist and incels. He's that's not his issue. His issue yeah. is the quality of that propaganda. So he That puts, doesn't sorry, that doesn't make it better. <laughs> it's like okay, you didn't even make your fan base happy. Like even they say, man, this is shitty. Like we're all Carl, we're all Marxists here, but we're not, you know, stupid. Like you can't. This is still too bad for us. Yeah, I think it's pathetic. Both, yeah. both people involved in that, I think, are pathetic. The the person who wants to make propaganda is pathetic, and then the person who's like, this propaganda isn't good enough. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never convert more hammer and sickles with this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How are we going to uh, grow the state if this is how we go about yeah. it? How do really we gross. encourage activism with terrible propaganda? What's wrong with these people? Yeah, yeah. So um, it says, while whilst, whilst, he literally wrote whilst. Because he, sm- he went to a, a college. He's smarter tool. than you. Definitely went to a college for sure and wants to remind everyone. Whilst it's nice to see a message of gender equality and positive LGBT Ooh. experiences, which I was like, oh, and this is this is from the horse's mouth. Like this is from someone who truly wants like that in his movies. So like this is the truth of what's in the movie. Like this is the unfiltered. No, it doesn't. Because you know what, Matrix is another franchise that it was already dead when we got here, man. Agreed. Like those, those other two. There's only one Matrix movie. The other two Agreed. things are just you know, fever dreams that Fan we all kind of just share. <laughs> fever dreams. Just yeah. what, especially, I mean, especially both of them. You know, I gave the second one more of a pass at the time, but I mean, there's still no forgiveness for like the rave scene and just uh, just some of the story. The dog and then the third special one special effects. Oof, and yeah, they did not age as well. They don't age as well as the first one. The first one special at the effects. Time. Yeah, with the overly 3D look and the, yeah. all those fucking PlayStation and, and then, 2 Agent Smith. And the whole, yeah. And then like fighting at like 40 of them all at once. It was so corny. Yeah. Ugh. But, yeah, I mean, it, that, that scene just doesn't hold up. So many scenes visually just look like 2002. And it's, and just, it's just like cor- it's just corn. Like and there's so was that the one with the key maker? Yeah, the second one was the key maker. <sighs> just worthless babbling dialogue goes nowhere. Colonel Sanders, uh, like 
I know it's not his name, it's the architect, but when when Neo goes into that room he and Colonel Sanders, like Colonel Sanders when Colonel Sanders starts babbling, it's just like the whole I was willing to forgive a lot, but when we got there, the whole series falls apart. The whole thing, everything falls apart completely. And yeah, yeah, make the matrix wasn't realistic. Fuck being realistic. Just don't be terrible. Don't why are you acknowledging him? Don't don't acknowledge him. <laughs> yeah. Don't acknowledge uh a dildo. You encourage him when you do that. Yeah, yeah, I do. He doesn't need that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you just like that was a that was a poignant moment. You're like, yeah, eh, well, good I, point. Yeah, I'm I learning. Do that. I'm learning. Oh. My but did, well, part of that is I started to look at oh, Elvis. Oh my goodness gracious. Uh oh. As you have technical difficulties, since I have the power. Uh ah. Elvis. Says Spider Man hey. is proof that everyone likes straight white men, even gay men love love them but hate them, and because uh, they can't have them. Oh boy, uh, Elvis said that, not me. Sends your hate mail here. Uh, the Where Matrix did that come from? Uh, the Matrix Resurrections is a disaster. Uh, uh, did like he needs encouragement. That's fair. That's fair. No, exactly, exactly. But yeah, you encourage him. He's just, just got to get worse. So, so hold on. So I we only it's fine. We only made it like three lines into this guy's review. Okay, yeah, let's get through. <laughs> We're already just like going off. Um, he says, uh, "What isn't nice is when it's clumsily shoehorned into an otherwise very establishment man." What? Oh, is he using that as an adjective? An establishment man. Like that's the kind of man he is. He's an establishment man. Oh, no, yeah, that made me sick. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I feel ill. Um, what isn't nice is when it clumsily sh- what, what when it is clumsily shoehorned into an otherwise very establishment man saves female love interest in distress storyline. Oh, uh. use some hyphens, you jizz bucket. God damn it! If you went to college, you don't know grammar. Yeah, those that uh, should all be one hyphenated co- concept. Oh, what an is ass. the Matrix a, a woman saves man story? Like especially the very first no. one, they kind of all save each other throughout that movie. The first one until Fucking, Neo get, she straight up saves Neo's power. life. Yeah, multiple times until Neo comes alive. You but know, she as does Neo. it. The true yeah. her true love is what brings him back. Yeah. Ugh. So like, what the fuck? Like fucking, you're telling me fucking uh, Trinity wasn't feminist enough for you? Fuck, man. She was like that. Like her well, whole she was image. Hot. She men, was hot. Men sexualizer. Oh god. Bad, 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 bad. <laughs> she like her whole thing was this tough ass chick. She was pretty hard on Neo if you guys remember the original, the only movie. Um, until you know she softens up. So it's not like this. That's not a typical like fucking Lois Lane Superman story at all. No, Second she's one, a I guess, great female is. action character. Yeah, yeah, man. Trinity was cool. She's Trinity the first was one. Cool. She kicks a lot of ass, and it starts off like, you know, she's the one who, who who's the first one you see in action. Like she's the yes. first one whooping ass, taking names, and she never like takes a backseat or a soft like position. She's cool no. the whole movie. And like that first scene, as you know, if you guys remember from back in the days, as fucking um, oh shit, we get Russian propaganda. Yes, communist bots are here. Um, it's in the chat. Oh wow, straight up comrades showed up. Um, 
I'm not sure if you guys got it from the uh, YouTube chat. Shout out it to any uh, mod if uh, someone grabbed it. But um, that scene, that very first scene when she does the little move and it goes around the room, I, I know it got overdone a billion times, but that was like the iconic scene of that movie. That was like the the scene. And when people thought of The Matrix, they thought of that scene of her kicking everyone's ass and that little good wraparound point. shot because that was like the shot of the movie that everyone knew and everyone kind of like, Use so she was like one of the iconic. It's this Trinity, Morpheus, and, and Neo are the iconic characters of the thing. It's it's a black guy, white girl, white man. But Why you know is that that's, not good that's not good enough because that's and they train the white man because he's not good enough at the first time. But it's not propaganda. Like that's all they care about. Like I swear to God, because I've had debates like this with people in L.A. where it's like you, you walk through. It doesn't matter. You you don't you don't win brownie points unless it's exactly down the state line. There is no there is no concessions on their part. It's a cultural overhaul, and until it's exactly down their talking points, tailored the way they think of the world, dee, 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 it, it it doesn't these don't these things don't matter. That was still patriarchy. That was this still is oppression. Right whistle, the whole thing. If you're not. It's like being you got. It's like you gotta be down. It's like the sermon needs to be biblical. Otherwise, it's it's heresy. I'm thinking about the first Matrix. You would if you just go off of their propaganda. This is my thought. Like this, it the 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 crew that like uh, Nebuchadnezzar crew. The only version of Nebuchadnezzar crew again because it's only one movie. Um, multiracial. The white guy is the evil guy. Fucking cipher. He's the one. Spoilers for the first Matrix, if you haven't. Fuck seen. you. If you haven't seen the first Matrix, <laughs> get out of this chat. <laughs> no, stay, please. No, we need you. <laughs> Love us, please. No, um, but like you would have thought, like, hey, you guys are already getting what you want 20 plus years before everything. You're you're getting this is this damn near propaganda by just telling a story that it wants to tell. You can link it to all your propaganda and say, Yeah, we won all the time because you did you had already won this battle. This was not Superman, this was not like some straight white only thing. You won this battle. You you won it. it it's over. You, You're you still won. operating on the perception that they really give a shit about anything else, like that they really care about it. They they don't care about that. They care about <laughs> the the great reset. They care about like the the switch taking it all back build back better that's what this what this all is like it's not they, they're not going to be like oh okay good point because they already know they're right they already know what the propaganda looks like and it all needs to be that now so like you're not wrong i'm trying to like i i don't want to just like dehumanize the the general leftists to mean they're all hive mind commies <laughs> um they can't all be that way, right? Right? But like, it's just know. like I, it was what, pretty universal in my experience. What do you people? What do you people want? The Matrix already solved a lot of the problems. We just you want, want a little bit more representation. That's all we want. We they always they always act like it's so reasonable what they're saying. It always comes across like no, no, no. It's just a little more inclusive, and by inclusive we mean we're going to destroy masculinity. <laughs> we're going to devastate it in all of its representation. <laughs> yeah, that's what no, it is. 
That's not what we're doing. There, there can never be a sympathetic white man again. It's not a big deal. Yeah, and if <laughs> like, there ever okay. was one, we must like destroy him. Yeah, it's like it's always they always think that they're just no, we're just we're just doing this. It's like we're just getting a little bit more gender neutral. It's like, really, I don't really I don't notice you getting rid of femininity at all. I don't see in this neutrality. You're getting rid of femininity. No, there is no neutral. You're destroying masculinity. Cut the shit. Yeah, man. Yeah. And I'm even thinking what was I can't remember the other girl, the blonde girl from the first Matrix. I forgot her name. The other girl. What? And but I'm just like she like they had a what is it called like a bisexual default bisexual vibe going about him even her in Trinity had the shorter haircut it just seems like I know I know I'm operating from a false oh cipher no cipher no, was the guy um, not the switch uh, switch who switch yeah yeah, yeah. switch and Apex Russian yeah yeah she had that Russian look not so like it's, this not like this yeah 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 yeah. You got everything you want out of the first Matrix if you really look for it. You don't have to look that hard. And so, golly, I, I this looks like the um, you know what it actually looks like. They caught Last Jedi. It looks like it might be Terminator Dark Fate, where it's just like a complete deconstruction, an intentional fuck you to everything that came before. Well, there is a bounding article. Would you like to read it? Because this, uh, yeah, or we could finish this guy's review. Oh shit, Jesus! Yeah, let's finish this guy's review up first. If we want. I mean, it's just a Google user. Um, <laughs> the uh, prestigious the port- Google user. Oh, oh, God. This guy uses all the words. I hate him so much. He says, the poor multimillionaire game designer slash CEO, parentheses, who is also presenting as straight, white, and naturally handsome all-American boy. Wait, like, presenting as natural yeah. handsome? No, Can I present as naturally handsome, even though I look like a fucking uh, well? Present presenting means how you appear to the world, but that's not really what presenting traditionally means. You no, present traditional. Yourself. What did you just? What are you a white supremacist? <laughs> traditional. No, I just that's, have that, logic. that is a dog whistle for the alt right. You you fascist. Oh fuck! I'm that's... I'm just. Do definitions matter? Um. To them, yeah, no, but that's but they do this all the time. They they change the meanings of words. Yeah, you know, like it's a fundamental part of what they're doing. And when they say like, they they the presenting thing is once again, I think it's mostly about trans people, uh, and it's about like how you appear to the world. So they say, fem like male presenting or yeah. female presenting. You know what I mean? Because like that gender identity is a construct. It's not real. It's however you feel, whatever of you course, want. Of course, obviously. So when he says it's that. Ma'am. When he says that he's he, like, it's it's how it comes across. He's presenting as straight white man. You know what I mean? Like that's his, uh, what's archetype? You know? I I guess, but I mean, like they would consider it's ma'am as presenting as female. And I mean, I'm not here to tell you how to think any more than you're here to tell me how to think. I just would disagree with that opinion. Please, uh, don't kill us leftists. Don't burn our house down. Fuck them. I don't panic. Hashtag BLM. Burn large mansions. <laughs> Buy large mansions. Um, okay, so who is presenting straight white is fighting the system, not for the millions of people literally oppressed by the system, not for the people who are in simulated slums and doing backbreaking work in simulated sweatshops or being beaten by simulated neo Nazis. Boy, this guy really thinks highly of his own opinion. 
or facing simulated imprisonment, torture, or execution for oh God for breaking simulated religious purity laws. No, he's doing it for the love. Religious. So is murder a religious purity law because it's in the Ten Commandments? Is that what this guy's going with? I don't know. But he says, no, he's doing it for the love of a very beautiful woman. And that's his sin in this movie. I don't know if this review can tell us anything. This sounds like it wasn't intercept. It's never enough. This is almost seems like, oh, it's not. It wasn't intersectional enough. Still about straight white men, straight white menning. Yeah, that's why I think it's funny. Like, I think, like, a movie designed to pander to these people still is, like, there's still people like, actually, I have my checklist here of things that are supposed to be in my propaganda, and it doesn't fit that list. He's presenting straight white male, and he did this for a woman. That doesn't, that doesn't compute. So, like, was What's Neil supposed bots to... in the chat? Fucking beat it, bots. Russia. Mother Russia is for Mother Russia. The comrades are out. The yeah, comrades take are care out. Of that. Um, oh my god, you guys in the chat are almost as bad as the boss. Uh, your cosplaying is a seat, and you have the turban thing going on because of the uh beanie. No, we're, we're encroaching on Tim Pool's uh territory. I'm coming <laughs> for you. Never mind. <laughs> are you doing that? Uh, uh, Booker T, Hulk Hogan, yeah, 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 that's funny. Um, well, yeah. we can read the bounding article, yeah, because this guy's just like. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we're not here to peg you in front of your wife to make you feel better about yourself. Like, please. I I just I really find it funny. Like, like it when the left eats itself. That really gives me like pleasure. Like, yeah. There was this Rogan thing that he highlighted, and it was um, some college, and there was some student body election, and there was a girl who became a guy, who became mm-hmm. a straight white guy or whatever. Yeah, and you know she's a trans woman, and she wanted to be the president of like this student body or something. Mm-hmm. And so when she was running, all, like there were people who were deeply opposed to it because they didn't want another straight white male in a position of power. Ah, <laughs> 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 you get what you deserve. That's great. Yeah. (laughs) Elliot Page. (laughs) Straight white man. I'm sick of you motherfuckers. It's so funny. (laughs) Like, you guys, it's all make-believe. Like, you guys are playing house. (laughs) Well, you you picked the wrong character. Oh, clown world indeed. Yeah. Clown world. (laughs) It's like, it would never even occur to a normal person to be like, to make that conclusion, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, a trans woman that like makes perfect sense." It's like, no, because she's always been a straight white male inside. So then it's the straight white male paging. <laughs> just like, oh my god. You know, okay. I, it did occur to me at some point, like since I've been doing this, I'm like, wait a second. Like, I think when the Elliot Page thing happened, like, wait a second. Now she's a straight white male. Like, what happens there? You know what I mean? Like, well, I think she still managed to like. I think she thought about that, mm-hmm. and also she's a yeah. they them, so That's she's gender right. fluid as well. She's not purely a straight white male. Like uh, she, she was onto that. There you go. Well, you, next time, Mister, you'll get your fucking pronouns right from jump. 
you, you, you straight white patriarchal male who's trying to, you know, gain more patriarchal white power. I'll tell you yes, what, Elliot, Elliot Page went all in. Um, you know, like tits are gone and like she's got like a physique. I think she's taking hormones or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Cause, like, she kind of does look like a dude. Yeah. 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 I, what's the she business, mister? You you fascist all right, bigot. I know. Him, uh, his, they, there. Yeah, I mean, she kind of looks like a skinny dude. Yeah. It's still so, weird, but it's like yeah. okay. Yeah, kind of. Bringing it? Are you bringing it up or? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, so. we don't have to. No one cares. Yeah, if you care. if you really have that big of an interest in looking at Elliot Page's physique, um, yeah. The Google machine works. It's just weird how, like, you can't... There's no angle for us to be like, aren't you appropriating masculinity? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's always this weird, like, fictional version of masculinity that I would have never considered. And there's like, this is how masculinity is, right, guys? Like, like sure. Whatever, Well, man. it's like, you didn't have to get socialized like a man. Which is really yeah. tough. Like, I, like being an adolescent boy is a very like unpleasant time to be a boy. Like it gets kind of violent. It gets yeah. like the pecking order gets really intense. You know, like it's the locker rooms are an unpleasant place to be. Like you really have mm-hmm. to fight for your your place in the hierarchy. Yeah. And if you didn't go through that and now you want to call yourself a man, I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, if you want to come that. play with the fucking boys, that's fine. But play with the fucking boys. Yeah. Fallon Fox. Um, <laughs> that's kind of the opposite. Fallon uh, the Fox. M- what is that? That's the MMA, um, trans MMA fighter who's a oh. trans woman fighting with the women. Um, but uh, no, like, yeah, that, that's. I didn't even think about that angle. You're right. I mean, shit, there's a lot. I, I've even covered some of the stuff just kind of like social dynamics. And I, I did the one little gender episode or not gender episode. What was it about relationships and shit? And like life is different for men in their youth. Like that's like the hardest period for men. And then they they age into it. Ideally, I mean, we haven't. But they age into like life running smoother as they go along. Where with women, like their first I mean, there's obviously exceptions to this rule. I'm not just trying to generalize, like, because everybody's life has, you know. Uh, All right, enough caveats. Make your point. But yeah, women, typically speaking, especially in the Western world, their their youth, up until you know they get into their mid 30s, is pretty easy. It's pretty mapped out, especially now that you I have. I think these- it's different. I don't think it's easy. I wouldn't want to have been a girl. Like, girls are really mean. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah they are. They, they can be vicious to one another. And, like, if you're not a cool girl, like, high school is pretty brutal. Um, I, so I'm not I'm not saying women have it easier. Like, I'd say this have it different. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, it's just different. Like, you just were not a boy just as much as I'm not a girl. Like, I, I wouldn't – you know what I mean? Like, I, I, it's not right of me to be, like, oh, yeah, we have the exact same experiences. We don't. Like – our lives are very different. Like our experiences are different. Our relationship to the world is different. That's what's frustrating though, is like they want to come in and just take all these things. And it's like, you didn't fucking earn it. Mm -hmm. Like 
you have like there's different rules with guys and girls there just is and it's like Uh. you guys are pretending that shit doesn't exist it's like that's fucking bullshit because i had to go through it yeah talking about recruit difficulty (laughs) difficulty. no i don't even know what he means by recruit like i'm trying to recruit people to big time i guess like no i'm not i'm not saying that suspicious you know so much about that yeah no, I'm not even trying to. I'm just saying, you know, I'm not trying to recruit people into anything. What the fuck does please, that mean, recruit difficulty? Please don't follow me into anything. Um, no, just I, typically the world it has a, a, a different view on a younger woman than it does a younger man. There, there tends to be higher expectations for what the, for that younger man up until a point. Um, oh, this is, I guess this is a MIG topic. It says, I just pulled up a right. It says, someone told me that girls, quote, live life on recruit difficulty. Ah. Uh, I see. Call of Duty thing. No, I get it. I didn't even. Uh, yeah. I didn't necessarily. There, I mean, yeah. look, there are a lot of things that women have so much easier that somehow they just can't acknowledge. Yeah. It's amazing to me. It's just yeah. like, you're like, yeah, but like dating's never going to, like, you're never going to want for sex. Do you understand how ever. powerful that is? Not ever, because eventually you're going to. But yeah, well, for now, you you don't ever have to want for that. Do you have un- you understand psychologically what an advantage that is? No, <laughs> like you don't. How a- powerful of an experience, like a place to be in that is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, like you said, they don't, but you will. Dun, dun, it's like dun. it's it's the number one thing that drives men crazy is access to sex. And you do not have that issue. You don't even conceive. You can't conceive of it. It's been and like you, lecturing me about, about my privilege. It's like you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. Your biggest problem is just picking the mate. Oh, which one is perfect enough? Yeah. Boy. Yeah. So I, I, now I'm converting accidentally converting people into me no, I just get, fr- I just like, you know, cause it's like, I see it in the workplace a lot. You know what I mean? Like, like live, working alongside oh. with women and like women getting like advantages and getting mm-hmm. lighter workloads and being treated better and not having to play by the same rules, but still thinking that they've got it worse. And you're like, you're, you're fucking crazy. I have seen some of that in, in my day as well. Um, not, not necessarily at this job, but I've had a job in particular where there was a, there's actually one girl, and it's like, man, you're living on like recruit difficulty. As a now that I understand what you mean, you are living on like super easy, you know, kids kids difficulty mode, and it's like this is not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. not fair. Yeah. And and look, I'm fine with the fact that it's not fair. I just want it to be acknowledged. Mm-hmm. I not don't expect overlooked. it to be fair. Yeah, not and, overlooked, and, and also not like then I also have to take shit like I got it better. When I yeah. fucking don't, yeah. So that's yeah, the thing. That's where. That's really where I get. That's where I stick in, and it, mm-hmm. it gets you know like. That's where you get the biggest pushback. But it's like this is the real world. This is the world we live in, people. Yeah, I don't like. And the thing is, it's like it's not. It's not fair to say it universally because there are badass women. There are women who Absolutely. pull their weight equally and give a hundred percent and yeah. play fair. I'm not saying it's universal. I'm just saying the institutions, like the the way it exists, is that you don't have to. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, I, I you I've uh, recently used the example of the selective service, right? Um, the selective service said we're not gonna, <clears throat> excuse me, force women to sign up. 
So, like, if we societally are saying that we are not, we're just not going to force uh, women. Who knows how that's going to work with the whole trans thing? Are they going to force trans women to sign up? Ooh. Good point. But um, if we've made the decision not to to do this, what are we saying societally? Even though we could feel, um, one, there's tons of roles that aren't combat roles in the military that are still very vital. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, you could theoretically field um, probably a better ver- uh, a better group of combat-ready women now than you could have ever throughout history just because of how much more women are active in, in combat arts and things like that as opposed to, you know, 50, 100 years ago. But even with all that, you're still saying, nope, we're not going to make women sign up. So why are we doing that? Because we are societally saying there is a difference between what a, a man <coughs> and a woman can physically be expected to do. That's why we're doing it. And there's no no shame it's partially wrong that. with that. It's, it's, it's partially that. It's also just that women are more important. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, especially the to the health of. Yeah. Uh, for the health of the society. It's like if, if, you know, there was a devastating, you know, war or something like that. And we had to rebuild society. Well, you know, you can one man or, you know, a handful of men can impregnate a lot of a lot of different women to bring back the population. But you one woman can only birth one baby at a time. So it's like you need more of them and they need to be safe and protected so that they can continue to raise babies. This isn't fucking madness. It's like the idea that like this is some sort of oppression, you know, conspiracy is fucking insane. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, shit, that's what you're talking about is just basic anthropological, like, societal logic that goes throughout culture. Like, no matter what culture, it's like, okay, we must protect the women so we can live on because otherwise we don't. Because if it's just a sausage fest, we can't produce a child. Well, and it's funny, like, I was watching um, The the Witcher. Sorry, just Josh. We're not trying to press you. <laughs> Apocalypse. Sorry. Um, but I was watching The Witcher. I was on on episode three of The Witcher, Uh-oh. and it's like, yeah, it's getting a little, it's sneaking in. Um, but it, it, I was watching it, and like, I'm just looking at all these girls, and I'm like, mm-hmm. they're, it's like they're just kind of silly. It's like they're these delicate girls. They have like these soft breasts. It's like you're not, you're not men (laughs) like you're not built for combat you're not that's not why you're here like why do you want all these male roles like i just don't understand it like it's not why you're here it's so weird i just i'm like it just made me laugh it's just how silly it is to think of them as like oh yeah we're gonna we could fight like the boys no you fucking can't stop trying like just take the privilege holy shit we're trying to give it to you and you're fighting us on it yeah. So real quick, I don't know if you're roboting or if I'm roboting, because sometimes when I hear roboting, it's because it's on my end. So do you hear me robot now? No, I don't hear you. Chat, did you hear him robot or was that just me? Because I could hear you and understand what you were talking about, about The Witcher, but no one else is commenting. I don't know if that was just me or my end or if, because uh, sometimes it just freaks out. But yeah, if anyone, if we get some feedback in the chat, we'd appreciate please it. Please let us know. Just Maybe it's just me. Brightest day. Just me. Okay. So am I roboting? You said no. Did not as long hear as I'm not it, just you. I don't hear it. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 As long as it's not coming in on you guys then, I'm cool with it. Um nope. Nope. so uh but yeah, they don't want it because they can't acknowledge gender has to be a societal construct. There cannot be any physiological basis to it, even though there obviously is everything is. There's no yeah. there's no such thing as inherent roles or biology or any of that. Like it's all made up. Like they they look at it as everything gets 
can be, you know, restarted from the individual. And if there's any problems, it's because prior to this, society was oppressive. I mean, that's their entire worldview. Man. But like society isn't even I mean, I I know the globalists are trying to get it that way, but society isn't even one thing, right? Because there's there's really one we're one country in a planet, and in that country there are multiple states, cities which all have their own subsets, subcultures, this that there. So society is really a amalgam of a bunch of many cultures globbed together inherently, right? So like, you can't just say that something is the way it is because society has chosen as if there's just one guy hitting the, you know, writing down the sentence and like society shall do this. And that's the way it is going forward. And that's how it's always been like, no, these things happen because of a tendency. Yes. The environment does set up how people move and how people uh, become, but like there's a tendency, especially when you come um, to gender, I've heard this said, I actually think it was a uh, one like the, like female, men's rights girls who said something uh, like this one like, of the honey badgers yeah maybe yeah yeah, yeah. but uh what she said is there's never been a society of women peacefully existing and men attacked the culture and over you know overtook them no matter what culture we've all ever talked about it has been men and women together you know what i mean as that culture it's never been just like some island like some themiscara that existed and these straight white men invaded these only female you know this only female society and overthrew them and took them over that's not how it happened and that's almost the impression you get from these feminists we haven't really even talked about this damn matrix thing we just been know, going you're all just on. going off yeah about feminists. yeah i know fucking feminists yeah well it does get in your head because it's like it's been <clears throat> i think the whole feminist thing is like it's been a part of the lexicon and like the way of like the our society since we were young, since me and you were young. So it does, yeah. you, you do, you did, we, I think we did believe it to a degree. And then it's like when you get older and see the world isn't like that, it's a very frustrating reality to, to cope with. Yeah. And I'm is, glad you, you know what it's like? It's like getting red pilled. Boom. Bring Seg it all back around. In. And that's Seg exactly what in. this article is about. Yeah. From Bounding. Uh, and actually, it is a relevant one because there is that there is that Reddit thread called the Red Pill, and there is that documentary mm-hmm. called the Red Pill, and yeah. it's all inspired from the Matrix. And so, the Matrix Re- Resurrections writers reveal uh, film seeks to reclaim the Red Pill after it was kidnapped by the right wing. There's a lot of R's in that sentence. Uh, Arby's. No. Don't get Arby's. They ain't pay us. Uh, according to the Matrix Resurrections writer Alexander Hemon and David Mitchell, one of their many politically motivated goals when approaching the script for Lana Wachowski's latest entry in the cyberpunk franchise was to reclaim the trope of the red pill after, in their opinion, it was, quote, kidnapped by the right wing. Kidnapped by those those damn fascist alt-right Yahtzees. And you know, it's funny. I hadn't even considered that angle, but... That does make perfect sense, mm-hmm. like why they would go back at this because it's like it it is it's a term like kind of synonymous with not putting up with liberal bullshit. Yeah, but like, okay, so are you gonna make it, he should have took the blue pill? Is that what you're saying? At the very at that point in the movie, if he takes the blue pill, it's it's better. Well, they're just gonna redefine what the what the pill it means. It's like 
it, it, the red pilling can no longer, you know, be associated with, you know, Yahtzees. Oh, I mean, listen, as as silly as the whole pill thing, <clears throat> as we've talked about, you know, was it white pill, black pill, red pill, blue pill, all of it is, you know, Dr. Seuss. But like the the movie is still based on that concept. So I don't know how you can take it back and change it because I, I think is the, because they they're upset that like red pilling is a legitimate term, meaning they have been the matrix. Maybe that's the part they don't want to accept that the liberal bullshit is the matrix and they can't believe that. And so therefore anything that goes against that is just, they, they can't compute. It's like it does not compute. It makes Instead sense, of, though, like from a motivation standpoint, why they would want to do something like this. Yeah. Because it's like it doesn't – obviously, the fan – they don't do things for the fans, you know. Yeah. And she tried to say that the whole thing was a trans allegory anyway, you know, at, well sure. after the fact. She's just like J.K. Rowling, just asserting identity politics where it was like that's not – that wasn't there. Shut up. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Thank you for calling her out because it pisses me off that now she's trying to ride the other way. It's like, okay, bitch, you started this shit. Got yeah, you deserve everything bit. you're getting. Like, yes. I, I think she deserves it. Yeah, yeah, because like that was the very first time I heard of like massive gender and everything swap was J.K. Rowling. So like, fuck you. But uh, yeah. yeah, well, this, she, yeah, yeah she, you, she did it. But then like, I remember she she she's like she's the biggest hypocrite too because she had like that appeal where they all wrote that. That mm-hmm. message, that like letter, basically to that. to the woke mob, don't cancel us because we're yeah. on the good side. Yeah, and they st- wasn't there still a line like you can still cancel all the uh, you know right wing uh, fashion. Oh yeah, oh oh, we would never think like that, of course. Yeah, it's just like, not us. Yeah, it's like I, I defend I defend free speech up until the point where I disagree with it, but you know I'm with you, just what <laughs> I think is correct, and like just please don't you know come after us, like, you cowards. Yeah. You and just Josh, count. yeah, it makes me want to save my money and not watch the movie either. Um, the idea that you would make this movie over a meme, or just in general, it's just like I don't want to. The first trailer looked interesting because it just looked like a you know what happened with Neo, and there was just some interest. And it's funny, you know, the scene where he's taking all those blue pills. I actually like pop for that. I'm like, oh man, that's dope. They've been drugging him this whole time. That's great. It's clever too. Plus, it looked like all. The colors looked all saturated, like it was yeah. the end of the third one, and it was like a restarted Matrix. I was like, okay, that's like, I don't have any issues with this, but it doesn't, I don't know. It, universally, it just seems that this movie's trash. So let's let's read this article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's actually get to it. Uh, Heman, author of The Lazarus Project and Mitchell, original book author of Cloud Atlas, uh, revealed the political lens through which they wrote The Matrix Resurrections during an interview with the AV Club giving, <sighs> given in the promotion of the film's release. Opening that, quote, Resurrections is so much more specific in its aims and, quote, a very personal film that touches upon such real-world topics as, quote, Cambridge Analytica, precursors to the metaverse, and social media radicalization. Uh-oh. What? I don't know. Oh, that doesn't boy. sound good. Uh if anyone in the chat knows what Cambridge Analytica is, please enlighten us, because that's uh, new to me. Hmm. The AV Club staff reporter Matt Shimkowitz, Shim- Shimkowitz asked the pair of writers if said topics were things like were things they were talking about while writing the film. To which he even replied, "We were we were aware because you bring it into the pit." Uh, I guess that's the writers' collective. 
all that's happening in the world. So we talked about specific things. What a non-answer. Oh, you mean you had <laughs> conversations in the writer's room? Yeah, we talked. Okay. So I could have actually concluded that myself, considering you are humans who speak. You know what? Um, they could have did, did it all by text. Who knows? Because they are liberals. So they could have just did it all by uh, uh, retweets. <laughs> um, things like the red pill, blue pill trope or meme and how it was kidnapped by the right wing, he explains. The verb to red pill and so on. So one thing we were mindful of is how to reclaim that trope to renew the meaning of red pill and blue pill. Yes, yes. How how dare how dare people uh how honor dare you. How dare people honor and and be inspired to think freely using your the things that were written before. Yeah, no, that's um that's definitely oppression. No question about it. Yeah. And uh, Brightest Day actually smartened me up to Cambridge Analytica. Apparently, it's um, a British political consulting firm that came to prominence through the Facebook Cambridge Analytica data scandal. I didn't hear about this because I don't know anything about society. He Oh, a huge dealer of personal data. Oh, okay. I think I, I they work with governments, parties, Facebook, et cetera. I see. So they're just uh, um, the globalist, uh, one of the globalist uh groupings of data so they they know everything about us and and use it to manipulate society dope okay thank you for the josh saying yeah. this article makes me want to take a pill or two a pill yeah, a drink um yeah you know what we could use this as a plug for our, our, our conversation about drugs because this is uh why people get inebriated and inebriated man a yeah. molly an oxy a, a fucking just like uh yeah this is just ridiculous man yeah, it's funny. Like I, I was thinking about it. Like while I was watching The Witcher, and uh, I, I, you know, I was remember I was talking about how people are just exhausted and can't, you know, and have trouble like seeing the propaganda and the stuff. They just get exhausted with the fight. I mm -hmm. found myself in the exact same boat. And I was just <laughs> like, I just want to like things. I just want to enjoy this. Yeah. So, like it's it's you know, Fuck I'm, it. like, yeah, I find myself bobbing like looking the other way through the like the wokey stuff it's just because i'm like oh, so tired i just want to enjoy something please yes yeah. so tired of being beaten into it i mean that's how it works because you just get beaten into it eventually you're just like all right fine beaten okay. into submission gender's a social construct yeah i know i have inherent privilege got it yeah you just yeah you just you just yeah beaten into some compliance and submission Thank you, Canadian Spider-Man. Appreciate it. Right on to you. Don't encourage right him. Right on to you. Don't encourage <laughs> no, encourage me. I'm the host. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, obviously we weren't involved, but the first Matrix was so present in the world while also being ahead of its time. So with this movie, too, we were deeply embedded in the time, early 2019, but also we were thinking about the future out of the writer. Oof. I had to catch up with them on that. I mean, that picture right here, I think, is pretty indicative of what the movie's in the tone. And just as usual, put the black man in the back. Don't eat Harley Show. We get it. I know, where I, I know where I stand with liberals. I, I never have to be uh, confused about that. Shimkowitz then noted that the scenes with the analyst, Neil Patrick Harris, were, oh, that's when he said, that's why he said presenting straight white male. Because hmm. Neil Patrick Harris is not... Uh, but he presented. Oh God! Yeah. Dun dun dun! These people are exhausting. <laughs> beating um, in and beating off. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sex. 
um, were especially pointed as he's using some of the terminology of right-wing radicalization, like conservative retort, facts don't care about your feelings. Oh, no. So the guy, oh, the guy who's keeping him in the matrix is a, is a right-wing blogger. Oh, my God. How awesome. That is Great. so pathetic. That's how you and also like facts don't care about your feelings. Yeah, that's a meme from the right from like six years ago. Bro. <laughs> like that's not even kind of up with the times at all. Ben Shapiro like listen. That'd man, be like me even... calling a liberal a tree hugger. Yeah, man. Like, so off. Not even it's close. Dated. It doesn't even make sense. Listen, man. I, I I'm sorry you guys don't like Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro. I'm I could not imagine having your panties ruffled by either man at all. Um, neither the idea that either could be the the symbol of like <laughs> masculinity at all. Uh, these small men. Uh, that they, they that's why but I they, never liked so him in that what was that movie that that or that sitcom that he was in where he was the womanizer. I'm like, oh, uh, how I met your mother. Yeah, but he's gay. You know what I mean? Like, I, I know that sounds weird, but I think there's kind of partially. I know what you. I think I know where you're going. It's partially that, like, when you see like a guy like Bond, right, who's like womanizing and kicking ass. Part of you wants to think that like he's doing that off screen too. Yeah. So you're kind of living vicariously through that. So if a character is like a womanizer, you're kind of like, yeah, but he does probably crush pussy, and it's like, well, not Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, not even fucking the last Bond, fucking um Daniel Craig. Yeah, or always... Daniel Craig, right? But yeah, um, and no, I wasn't necessarily criticizing uh Jordan Peterson that you know as a uh, intellectual, but just like this small Canadian man is like the the toxic white male of toxic white men. Are you serious? You know what I mean? He just doesn't give off this, you know. Ubermensch well, yeah. Aryan guy that you guys are making him out to be. He just seems like, or Ben Shapiro, like these very small, nerdy dudes are just like, <laughs> are like have these liberals. Like, oh, this is patriarchy at work, guys. It's like what? Uh oh. It's funny how much it's funny how much identity matters to them, like how important that is. Until you disagree with them, then it doesn't matter. You can be black, you can be a woman, you can be Jewish. It doesn't matter. As long if you disagree, you are a alt-right white supremacist. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? Like, they're obsessed with their identity and their identity politics. The most important thing, mm-hmm. until you disagree with them, then your identity is completely insignificant. Yeah, and in fact, I mean, they have a tendency to be, like, angry at you because you're supposed to have their thought process really is not the, the reason identity is so important to them in my opinion um a lot of times it's because identity is the means that which you can uh kind of capture the imagination of the most people or brainwash the most people so it's like i i can brainwash people along the lines of of gender along the lines of race or whatever but if somebody you know doesn't go along with the brainwashing that they must be one of these uppity negroes so i have to put them back in line you know what i mean yeah dude. so the that that's really where it comes from. It's not even like because there's not it's not coming from a genuine place in a lot of places, a lot of cases. It's really disgusting, actually, because it's like the thing that they're obsessed with the most. But then you as an individual, you don't matter now 
like your yeah. identity as a person no longer carries any weight means nothing because you don't go along with like our ideas it's pretty gross yeah it is um okay uh conservative retort facts don't care about your feelings i love how that's a conservative report uh, retort it's like no that's just the truth yeah like that's the truth like facts are are kind of yeah and they would say that they would use that exact same logic when talking about like you know the coof trust yeah. the science the facts blah, 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 blah. so it's like shut up uh leading him <clears throat> to ask him and mitchell was it empowering to write a rebuttal to the weaponization of Lana and Lily's work? Bro, these people, it's they really are activists first. Like the most important thing is the message. That's the primary goal of all these people, including the journalist. Yeah. And that they don't get why they don't get why we need why we use the term red pill from society from them. They don't get that they're the matrix. Um Oh, they get Man. it. I think they they're threatened by it. <laughs> I well, I feel like they they have a like intentional blind side to or blind spot to the idea that they themselves are the 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 creators of the matrix. Like they they don't want to believe it because they still want to believe they're the good guys that they're the ones liberating people from the the oppressiveness of these some, right. Some don't. Some realize that they are the architects of it, and it's very important to cover that up. Ah, yeah. There's varying right. degrees. There's varying degrees of involvement. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you're there's, right. There's the foot, the blind foot soldiers on the ground. They don't know anything. Then there's the people who like, you know, the, well, they kind of get it, but the message is more important. Then there's the people who are straight up making it up, and they're and they're like pulling all the strings. Yeah, like we know the message is bullshit, but we're pushing the message because of globalism, whatever. Yeah, because it'll ultimately acquire more power and wealth. Yes. Yes. Um, Essentially, Dildo is calling for more pimp slaps, which I'm not opposed to. Here, here. Uh, the first to the the first answer, Mitchell posited. I suppose the short answer is yes. I don't see myself as a frontline fighter in the culture war, but you also want your work to mean something to have an ethical edge. Oof. One of my I, and I. It's probably not true, by the way. He probably is a hundred percent a frontline fighter. You know, probably wakes uh, up and just thinks about culture war, culture war, culture war. How do we how do we take it back from these fucking Although, these fascists? To be fair, yeah, uh, we just woke up and now we're having this conversation. So that is very true. Yeah, <laughs> we also <laughs> think culture war all the time. Yeah, um, one of the many reasons I'm proud of Resurrections is it does have that. Says Mitchell. What I'm trying to say is I think the film has integrity and perhaps the source uh, that's the source of its integrity. I mean, without me having seen this, it's hard for me to rebut what he's saying. So I can—I just have to be like, okay, whatever you say. Uh, taking his turn to speak, Heman asserted, I concur. There's a bit of a difference between my and Mr. Mitchell's situation in that. While, while he's a kinder person, so he doesn't get as angry as much, but largely because I live in the United States. Uh, the pit is, kind of, is a kind and warm space. We don't argue or get angry with each other. I, I'm, I bet. I guarantee there's no conflict in there. Certainly ideologically. Because you have to be to get included. But I am infused with the need to confront some of the things that are taking place in this country. That was the case before and after. Activism. He then clarified, but we do not set out to get into arguments with right-wingers. I think at some point there was a joke about red pill and blue pill, and Lana decided that she did not want to give any credence to that position. Even a semblance of dialogue with that, he recalled. 
There's nothing to talk about with that. Oh man, what did I? Sorry, I just missed. I had to leave because I was so dehydrated. I need to get water. Oh, what? I don't know. I'm just reading what he's saying. I, I, I'm not entirely. It's. It, it kind of sounds like they're, they're kind of saying on one hand that there is like they did it for activists, and then on the other hand they they didn't. It's kind of hard to suss out. And having not seen the movie, I really can't rebut hmm. any of this. Maybe just artists mumbo jumbo. Like we were thinking of how to do it, but not do it, and, and whatever, man. Um, I think at some point the oh no, um, he says it's like having debates with creationists. Uh, Shimowitz replied by inviting them to the podium. It's a tacit endorsement that the idea is up for debate. Ah, oh, uh, uh, uh. you know, here's my thing. Why wouldn't you want to debate a creationist? Like what? Why would you be afraid of someone who thinks? Because isn't that that like dinosaurs and like humans existed around the same time or something like that? Well, I mean, I don't think that's a create. I think a creationist just believes that the universe was created, and but not, like they that didn't naturally occur. Oh, um, but I mean, depend. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't really know. You know I've heard I mean? the term like, creation, yeah. but yeah, I, just, I've heard the term creation is being applied to anyone who believes in like a biblical or or whatever type of thing. The idea that you know there's a creator, but I've also just heard it in, in terms of like totally denying the science behind uh, humanity. So just so just like Noah's Ark only is creationism, says Patass. I mean, okay. But I think their issue is that, like, why they would say that is because you're not supposed to platform these ideas. You know, you're supposed to – it's like you come in with, a, with an assumption we're already on the same page about this. But even going back to what, what I was trying to say, even if I had, you know, their definition wrong, why if, if you're right, why don't you want to – if you think you're so right, then a debate should clearly show that. should be a slam dunk, quite frankly. Yeah. It should be easy. Yeah, the the idea is the Earth is six thousand years. Like the Earth, yeah, 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 stuff like that. So some of that stuff, yeah, caveman and or crew, crewman, crew woman. I saw that, but the, it was something that like okay. It, I, when I saw the creationist museum, it was a fucking caveman riding a dinosaur. So that's what always got associated with creationism that's so to funny. me. So that, it's that, like okay, that's a, I love that mental stretch. That's really funny. It's like <laughs> oh, we're just gonna avoid all science, okay, to make our book make sense. <laughs> Yeah, we're just not really even gonna... like that's that's so douchey. It's <laughs> it's just like so you're like you're just gonna start making stuff up. Yeah, like all just so you know, all that is is bad press for your belief structure. Yeah, but that's the thing. Debate these people. I would if I was. I would love to debate. Like they say the same thing about like flat earthers and shit. Like yo, expose it. You know the exposure. The reason, like, you not platforming these things, Streisand affects these things and keeps them going. If you That's what they, can't, yeah, that's what they don't understand. Like, if you, if you think every right-wing talking point is so stupid, please in, indeed debate it and then let light show, light show it. I mean, granted, if you're not a, a great debater, if you're not a master debater, going against a master debater, may, um, you may look foolish, but in general... Those ideas and those principles will be shown the the right ones, so to speak, not the alt right, but the correct ones will be shown to 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 be because everyone gets to see it. If you debate a fucking flat earther, once they start babbling, 
then you say, okay, you won. You want to debate the flat earther so you can look smart. You know what I mean? Wouldn't you want to look smart if you thought your ideas were so much better? That's my thing. You would want to debate them if you thought your ideas were better. You wouldn't, oh, we shouldn't platform because they're so stupid. We don't even have to. No, you would say, no, let's platform them so well, yeah, we but can. The, the thing about it is, is that, I mean, I, I don't know where this guy in particular is coming from, like saying this about the creationists, but the truth of the matter is that a lot of their stuff is bullshit and they can't yeah. risk they can't risk the exposure to having it, you know, contradicted or, or good points being made against it. So that's why silence is the is the modus operandi. It's like we don't acknowledge these people because they they could make a good point or convince people of other exactly. ways of thinking. Exactly. Ascension did sort of cut out a man's <clears throat> tongue. But I mean, I just wanted to expose the fallacy in the logic of oh, well, we don't want a platform. Why do you think Jordan Peterson exploded the way he did? It was because finally someone was saying it someone was critiquing it we were living in this intellectual dark age where you weren't <laughs> but it was where like all you got was one side of the discussion that was all you ever heard everywhere and you're just we're all walking around like i you know feeling like we're these individuals who who are who are uh, cut off you know what i mean from the rest of society and then you have this guy come along <clears throat> and and perfectly sum it up ed and from an educated point of view accurately describe exactly what it is we're seeing completely level their arguments and their point of view and all of a sudden you you, you feel like oh my god like you just like this is enlightenment just hit you it's be it's a beautiful moment so it's because but it was exactly because any other conversation was so severely suppressed that when you finally heard the truth it was like <gasps> like a cleansing rain you know yeah the intellectual dark ages of 2014 but it's it was just, yo but it was <laughs> I mean, yeah, and since you did overturn the monkey, um, that's weird to think. I guess I was so down the conspiracy. I like I when Jordan Peterson and a lot of these guys came out, like I didn't even recognize how bad like the socialist problem is. I can go back and now look like, oh yeah, there was some wokeness and this and that, but I didn't really like, peep it. I didn't understand it when their like phenomenons were happening like that because I, I I just wasn't. Until the last Jedi, to be honest, I didn't really notice it. I didn't wow. really like understand it. I noticed it, but it wasn't like the thing I was focusing on. You know, like some of it, I you know I had seen shit about the feminist thing. I had been seeing since I was a kid. We were fucking raised in this shit. We were a generation raised in this uh, feminist bullshit. So I've been seeing that since a kid. But like all the other stuff, I didn't even, I didn't take this uh, this this other shit seriously. I'm like, oh, that's some Tumblr shit. That's some you know whatever. Just, it wasn't like I didn't think this could ever get this real. I never thought you would be teaching gender identities in school. I never thought you would have fucking, you know, uh, rainbow dildo monkey reading the kids. I never thought you would get. I I could have never conceived of this. It, this I I agree, and I, well, not that I agree, but I, I that's why I respect that these concerns are very real and they are, yeah. they have real world implications, and that's why I just Josh earlier said Twitter isn't the real world. Yeah, that that's, was my that, thought. But that's that's not correct. Like, yeah, that's the thing. I thought this too. Just Josh, this is what, actually my point. Twitter's not the real world. Tumblr's not the real world. What is this shit? Whatever. Who are these people? What are, these are just this. No offense. This is white people shit. Let them debate it. This, this has nothing to do with me. Nothing Oof. to do with me. Yeah, that's that's not a, a very enlightening. It didn't work out. I felt that was. Because, I feel like because they've weaponized the entire black community. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't, pe I didn't, didn't peep see that what coming. was going on. I didn't, peep 
I feel you know what? We'll get into another. You know what I feel like? I feel like Spider Man letting the fucking guy go by. Like, this is shit to do with me. And Uncle Ben ends up dead. Literally, Uncle Ben ends up dead because he's not on rice anymore. That's exactly right, dude. That's a perfect metaphor, and that's why it's like I think this it is because people like they get to do that all the time. They dismiss it. By saying, oh, it's not the real world. It only lives on the internet. No, it starts on the internet. And then it becomes the real world. What do you think, like, critical race theory being taught in schools mm-hmm. is? What do you think Build Back Better is? What do you think all this stuff is? It, now it's legislation. That's why it's, it's dominating our entertainment. It's dominating our media. It's dominating the, the social spheres. It's it's propaganda to change the world into their image. This is not, this is not paranoia. I'm not making it up. It's happening. Yeah. And, yeah. And seriously, and I, that's why you ask ask Elvis and Sentient Dildo. They both are from Croatia. That's why they they are uh, like Teflon to this shit because they grew up mm-hmm. in a culture where that was the norm. And so they yeah. see it now happening in America. You hear them talk about it, like whenever I see them in the chat talk about it, it's like they're they've see this coming because they've already been through it. Yeah, yeah. That's why I mean that's that's why we Sentient uh, Dildo is uh, who who he is, and that's why we love it. Um, but yeah, man, it, I didn't see it or I saw it, but I, I took it fucking lightly. That's probably the better, more accurate thing. I took it completely lightly, had no, because it just, it was so illogical, but you know what? When fucking, when Caitlyn Jenner got tossed around and they made her woman of the year, that's when I should have been, I should have woke up then. I should have been wait a second. This is deeper than this is something, it's something else, but I didn't I did. just like that. Yeah, I, I think as much as I, I think South Park's kind of overrated at this point, um, yeah. they did handle that well with the PC principal who was like, you will admit she's the most beautiful person in the world. You will admit it. It's like you yeah. had to, you, everyone had to just applause and go along with it. Then she came out as a Trump supporter. They're all like, ah, <laughs> I don't know. Like, they don't know what to do with that. It's pretty funny. Yeah. She's a conservative. It's like, what is the world? Um, <laughs> back to the yeah. article. Back to the article. And this is, I think this is all you actually really need to know about the people who wrote this movie. In my conclusion to their discussion of the film's politics, Heman adamantly told Shim Kowitz, Heman's the writer, Shim Kowitz is the uh, interviewer, my personal position is I don't discuss things with Nazis and fascists. Well, as a uh, Nazi fascist alt writer, I don't know if we should discuss it and platform this idiot anymore. We've uh, talked about him quite enough, and I don't even know what else to say to this guy. But it's like, the thing about that is, it's like, even, okay, even if real Nazis existed, you know what I mean? Like, even if their their boogeyman was a real thing, which mm-hmm. the way a Nazi becomes someone. They think someone he's that, real, man. They but think. I mean, yeah, but to them, a Nazi is someone who says there's actually a difference between men and women. That, but, like, know, like that's a Nazi to them. Yeah, but no, they think the actual like, they they think there are millions of motherfuckers with like swastikas in their fucking closet right now. I don't think they really think that. No, I think... I'm I'm telling you, they think that. Some of them do. I'm not saying all. Of them. How do you where you get how do you get that? Where do you get you know that? where I'm actually getting it from? I had a conversation. There was a guy, and I think he actually messaged me back. Uh, he he's a cool dude. I had a conversation with a leftist. Um a couple weeks ago and I just let him talk. I didn't like combat every point. It was a cool conversation, but like he kept going on with this like white supremacy, like uh, white supremacy, Nazi thing. Like he was really on it. Like this is a real problem. And then, like he was talking about the, the 14 words and all this other shit. And I'm like, I don't even what know. What the hell is that? Some white supremacy uh, 
thing that I had never heard of. And I'm like, he said, oh, Tucker Carlson. I'm like, he might. Have, I don't even know what else Tucker Carlson. What do you think right wingers are? Like, what is your? But he he's he he's not. He didn't seem like a dumb guy. But he really is bought into this idea that there's a fucking there's a a huge Nazi problem, huge actual card carrying white supremacist problem. Like this is a real thing. Meryl Wills, the fucking bot, she understands. Uh, Meryl. He would listen, man. This guy really buys it. He really oh, buys in. Okay, I found out what I found out what the fourteen words is. I guess that's something that like white actual white supremacists yeah. believe, and it's just a slogan. And it, it says, "We must secure the existence of our people for a, for a future for white children." Mm. Which that's white supremacists, but I would argue that the SJWs have the that belief kind of like intrinsic to them, Ooh. but the other way around. Yeah, they secure the future for for their intellectual children in many or ways, or to just not have white people <laughs> <laughs> just like, eliminate. You know what I mean? Like it's like th- there's some form of that that they believe. I, I didn't even think of it like that. But it's uh, like, my- that that sounds like okay. That sounds like it's a racially motivated worldview. But you have a very racially motivated worldview, SJWs. Yeah, you you almost like, have the opposite view. Like, no more white world. children. Yeah, Hell, like some of them world. said that. They do like they, they they like. There's been articles like in Europe where it's like, um, you know, the best way to combat global warming is to stop having kids. Like, and it's like, you know, it's this is not. Sheesh. It's not. It's like that's why I think they're so afraid of this shit because they're using pages out of their out of that rule book. Mm. That's yeah. what I think. <clears throat> but anyway, <clears throat> the bigger point was. The bigger point was this guy's saying he doesn't discuss things with Nazis and fascists. It's like, well, you know, if, if you are preaching the truthful gospel and the, the, the beautiful way to think, you are potentially cutting out members of your flock because there's that guy, that black guy that Rogan had on his uh, show uh, that, would, that would do exactly that. This black dude mm-hmm. would have frank conversations with KKK guys uh, mm-hmm. and like legitimate white supremacists. Is and then Peterson? I think that's his name. And he would basically talk them out of it. Mm. And he's got a closet full of clan robes of men who are like no longer in it anymore because really? they talked with this guy. Yeah, it's a beautiful. It's a really beautiful story. And it's badass. And this guy, oh, Daryl Davis. OK, Oh, Daryl Davis. Yeah, 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 that's it. Uh, that, I mean, this guy's fucking brave, really brave. Yeah, but I, I ain't doing that. But it's like he is converting people like he's like you know basically anti-indoctrinating people to like a truly racist worldview. So if you're opposed to that, then you you are all like you're cutting off potentially more enlightened people. So it's like shut the fuck up. You just you want to live in your echo chamber and that's your comfort that's your comfort zone and anything outside of that Nazis fascists. Yeah. I never heard of Daryl Davis cuz I, I hadn't heard of that. Uh, he converted 300 KKK members. Wow. Holy shit. Look at, listen to that's, this next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really pretty badass. Incredible. It's really pretty cool. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Ballsy, man. Wrote a book on it and stuff. I think he wrote several books. Really mm-hmm. fascinating, dude. Yeah. Um, But it says, but the, listen to this next line. Listen to this mm-hmm. next, and they, like the, the audacity that they have, like that they go after white supremacists at, uh, at all when they say things like this. There's nothing to talk about of it. One of us, one of us is just going to be left standing, and I want it to be me and my people. Whoa, whoa, indeed. 
Whoa, to quote uh, Keanu on the screen, that sounds like some. That's that you know what to to the point you just made. That sounds like it. Like it sounds like some like me and my people shall reign. Yeah, doesn't we it? We will like, eradicate if, all the others. Like what? If, straight up, dude. If that came from like some white supremacist dude, you'd be like, oh, that's kind of intense. Yeah. But oh, these are the these are the good guys. Shit. Uh, well, apparently not. I guess this Daryl Davis. He said he couldn't get through to the SJWs. Is that what Brian no. Day is saying? Uh, yeah, no, you can't. I mean, sheesh. Yeah, I'm sure they did. <laughs> I'm sure they did. But you know, it's, I'm. It's what well, SJWs are. They're in a deep. I find the best way is I don't. I don't recommend you do it because they're dangerous people. And they weaponize opinion and point of view and they will turn on you and they will use it against you and they will go use the power structure to, you know, inflict damage on you. Um, But I I find it – it's if you explore their ideas in an intellectual way where you try to listen to what they say and Mm -hmm. say it all out loud. Like once the hypocrisies become more, like, obvious and their ideas kind of collapse upon themselves, you can see them – going through the process of trying to uh you know but like if you just keep asking them questions about what they believe and where the world coming from and these kinds of things and make like a the occasional assertion just about like logic like you'll see you could watch it crumble but it's very difficult thing to do it's a very dangerous thing to do i I don't recommend doing it because so wait are we establishing like legitimately it is safer and easier to come for a black man to convert a klansman than it is to convert an SJW. Because that's what we just have established, wow. like scientifically, and, <laughs> and with evidence. Using, and we're, yeah, we're using the guy who does it. It was actually more detrimental that he, like, his, his, he had more of an attack from the good guys, from the social justice than the KKK. We're supposed to be helping you, you dumb motherfuckers, not you wow. helping yourselves. What the fuck? That's pretty intense right there. Yeah, man. Huh. That is intense. Uh, let's see if there's any more to this article. Yeah, I, well, I, I, no, I did want to talk it. some Spider-Man because uh, yeah. we, we got about half hour left. Yeah, well, that article aside, I did want to just uh, kind of see the general uh, consensus. Um, of the what the movie, yeah, the reviews, because it's, it's out and not just review reviews. Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, if there's any audience consensus, obviously, I, I mean, the critics are going to say, yes, yes, Queen Slay. It's not the audience score is not up on Rotten Tomatoes, even ah. though there's there's 250 ratings. Mm-hmm. They're not even showing it. Well, that doesn't seem promising. Doesn't that make sense though? Because it's like they do this all the time. It's like the because the audience score now people go to the audience score more than they go to the critic score, and the thermometer mm-hmm. on this movie is not even it's 68 percent. Oh, jeez, which is pretty That's- low. Yeah, especially if some after that article we read to only get sixty eight percent is not good. It's got a six point six on IMDb. Dude, what's weird is IGN, which is very much a shill site, they gave it a four out of ten. Oof. Mm-hmm. When the sh- when the sh- when the shills can't even fuck with it, you know it's a disaster. Yeah. Are you gonna watch it? <sighs> Maybe because it's on streaming. Maybe. Oh, you know what? We could. Uh, uh, there is a trailer to a movie that we we checked out. That's pretty dope. What uh, the? It, um, it, um, it's a movie called th- 
clean. Oh. Oh, okay. uh, we can talk about that later. I don't know if we'll have enough time. I did want to talk Spider-Man. Yeah, I um, think we have to save that. Um, yeah. But this is the Metacritic. It's uh, 65 from critics, 4.4 average user score, 61 Oof. reviews. Oof. This does not sound good. <laughs> Lots of yellow and red. Netflix, Netflix great, expensive, two-hour and 20-minute-long feminism advertisement video. <laughs> Based. I don't know if I can do it then. Oh, that's awesome. This movie is absolutely horrendous. He gave it zero. Fell asleep during my first watching of the film. Movie drags on and on without a single ounce of plot to capture my interest. The only reason to watch this film is to see how low the franchise has gotten. God, I wanted to like this movie so badly, but it's just awful. Opening 20 minutes might as well be a fan film. Uh, oh, 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 seriously, what did you really expect? Much closer to the second film, CGI and effects quality were low. Oof. Boring, fell asleep, woke up, started the movie again, then fell asleep again. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, man. Disappointment. There are things I don't understand. The worst I've watched in a decade, maybe longer. <laughs> it's not even funny bad. It's just bad, bad. It's so bad, oh. I'm going to cancel my HBO Max subscription. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> lose money on this yes oh that's funny disappointing action and plot waste of money and time not recommended this is a green oh one. We'll wow these guy guys says. are crushing it this movie has had a lot to live up to for the most part it kind of failed to do so however that doesn't mean it is a bad movie it's an amazing hell no but it's a good absolutely this is the green one yeah i, I it was a f- it was it was a fun it was a fun oh it was a fun watch uh and Ke- keanu was great I just hope this this one this was a one off film because I don't I just don't think you can go right, whatever I don't care what these guys say. Uh, this looks shout like to the Asian looking. bot. Yep. Uh, so the viewing is so fresh. Oh, okay. <laughs> so those are bot reviews, clearly. Incredible <laughs> in very unexpected ways. Looking forward to watching it again. There is a lot going on that isn't just surface deep. Yeah, That's... these are people that work for Warner Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> or they're bot like these are people they found on Fiverr to to do reviews for them. Hmm. Um, Surprisingly yeah. cohesive. The movie opens doors to a new future and to a hopeful yet grim dark future of the Matrix for both the humans and the machines and makes you want to know and see more. That is okay. Listen. Casual plebs won't get it. Much like Reloaded and Revolutions. For the rest of us hardcore fans. Oof. We get to enjoy a movie that explains what happened while calling back to the old trilogy and setting up a dazzling future. Who wrote this? Dazzling? As long as the plebs don't ruin the chances of future Matrix movies. Bro, these movies cost hundreds of millions of dollars. (laughs) If you want them to make them, you need the plebs, you fool. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh, man. You won't get it. The hardcore. Yeah, so it's for an elite minority who who will like this. Yeah, good luck with that. Good luck with that being your marketing strategy. I'm sure they'll they'll invest another 250 million just for you. F- fucking idiot. That was great. <clears throat> Hardcore Matrix fans. I guess they have to exist, right? They're, they they must be a, a group of people for which whom the Matrix is still the shit. I knew a dude in in high school who liked all the movies. Who liked two and three. Hmm. I, you know, I gave two a pass because even though the, like the action does not hold up whatsoever visually, but it was like of the time, so I'm like, yeah, still liked it. I I but, didn't. I mean, I didn't like. I wasn't angry at it. Yeah. But I remember like a Matrix sequel didn't make any sense to me anyway. Like it was like the the story's kind of over, so I was like, all right, I'll check yeah. this out. 
and it was bad. And I don't, I didn't even watch the third one. Like I didn't even check that out until I was at a friend's house. And he's like, no, dude, it was really good. Oof. I mean, there was one cool scene when they have those mechs and they're shooting up at the at yeah the, that's about that it. one spot and he's like ah I but like yeah I hated that movie I, I hated I, that movie I don't even remember it enough to hate it I just remember being like oh yeah those movies suck I I because I I saw that in theaters and I remember just seeing it in theaters and being so angry that was one of the worst experiences in a theater I'd ever had that's funny. still to this day it is that's pretty funny um. Well, you know what? Apparently, it's not a bad movie. It's what? Spider Spider Man. Yeah, the people. Apparently, I, I read this on Twitter. Odin said it's like beating Endgame as far as box office like accumulation and speed. Yeah, it looks like it's uh gonna be one of the biggest movies. It was the third biggest opening ever. Um. And all this positive press, all I mean, it looks like it's doing well in this, uh, you know, post Omicron world. Um, Isn't lots it of Omicron? Have, is it Omicron? Isn't it? You might be right. I think you're right. Omicron, just, Omicron, whatever. Tomato, tomato. Like everyone pronounces it wrong. I'm like, I never. Why is this? Why? Why don't people know how to pronounce this word? Yeah. Omicron. O M I C R O N. Omicron. Yes, it's third. It it's, uh, had the third uh, biggest opening weekend. So I'm not sure if it is uh, beating it yet, but it is like um, not that it's beating it, but the speed at which it accumulated this much money is faster than the pace of Endgame. Ah, I see. that's what I read from Odin on Twitter. I think. I see. Okay, well that's interesting, man. Like a lot of people, uh, I've heard nothing but praise. Um, I haven't had the most interest in the movie. Um, I neither do I, to be honest. I had almost none because like. The only draw I, I really do not like the Tom Holland Spider Man. I just don't have an interest in seeing it. And as uh Essential Dildo even said, not caring much about superhero stuff, I'm getting just completely over it. As a as a guy who who's a diehard, <laughs> who was happy to see this world on the crime. Hey, thank you. Appreciate like, showing up. Yeah. How do we like pronounce a, your name? It's like a, a candy man. You say him three times and it appears. There you go. There you go. Please let us know how to pronounce your name. <clears throat> But um, I haven't liked the Tom Holland verse. I just I'm over superheroes in general. I mean, I'm gonna check out the Batman out of like just blind loyalty, but I, I don't really have an interest in it. Oh right, Batman, yeah, yeah. But I, I just I'm I'm I, I know my whole gimmick is I, I'm a you know I'm a vigilante or whatever. But just the superhero genre is just like God. I'm over it. It's just I, I don't really care anymore, and I don't really care to see the Spider Man. Also, I see Tobey Maguire. I heard it's more than a cameo, and he does have a, a, a sizable role in the movie. So that's if I do check it out. I'll check it out when it's on FX. I'll check it out on a lazy Saturday one day, um, and then you know pop it on you know, on streaming or whatever. Yeah, if it say, was oh, streaming, yeah, was cool. I would watch it. Like if it was yeah. on HBO, if I didn't have to go to the theater, I would definitely watch it. Yeah, it's not. I I don't feel that compelled to go to the theater and see this movie. I'll check it out later. Do you think this is a good thing though? I don't know that it is, man. You know, at first I didn't really have any opinion on it either way, but then fucking, you know, Ripper converted me again. He he uh, posted the fact, like, you know, you, you did just subsidize a bunch of more woke shit. You do know that, right? I'm like, ugh. Maybe. Yeah, you did. Subsidize, Maybe it was yeah. going to get made anyway. You know, uh, there's something <clears throat> to be said about that because they, they are just going to do it anyway. There's ESG well, no. funding. Or they just but, might actually make good movies. Well... 
I don't know. I doubt it, dude. A lot of people are hopeful on the Sony version of the MCU or their section of the MCU because they're, they're, you know, a lot of people like Venom, which I didn't see the second one. Um, The first one was just a movie. Um, I'm I'm not interested in Venom without Spider-Man. Yeah, but there's definitely not interested in Venom being a good guy. Yeah, I like him as a villain. I like him as a a nefarious, you know, outer space monster fighting Spider-Man. That's all I want to see with Venom. It would be nice to see them fight each other. And, but they've already fucked up Venom's origin. To me, Venom's origin yeah. does. I like the classic version of the origin when it, he, he the the symbiote fuses with Spider Man first, and that's you know he organic webbing wasn't a part of Spider Man. That's why you know he had web shooters, but the the thing gave him organic webbing, gave him a, even more strength, and then he loses that, and then you know it gets on Eddie Brock, and then he becomes Venom, and then he take you know now they have their rivalry. What was the reason? Why did Eddie? Why was Eddie Brock? Jealous of Peter Parker. Um, I think they was, both worked at the Bugle. Yeah, I think and so. Yeah, and I think a part of it was just like um, he also hated Spider Man too. And then when he found out they were the same person after he got Venom, he was just like really pissed. But I forgot. Somebody uh, uh, in the chat who knows more can tell us more because I, I offhand right now at this moment I cannot think of uh, the reason he hated each. I know he hated. Spider-Man for a specific reason, and he hated Peter Parker for a specific reason. And Peter Parker was always known to take pictures of Spider-Man, so he, he didn't like him. And then once the symbiote fuses with him, uh, he realizes, uh, yeah, he was a photographer, too. Hell, Eric K. Uh, with the Hell, knowledge. Eric K. What up, dog? Dropping mad knowledge. Um, yeah, I know he was a photographer, too. Maybe he felt like Parker was upstaging him, and then he was sick of a... Uh, oh, Oh, uh, Gwen left Eddie for. A part. I didn't know. I didn't know Gwen Stacy uh, dated Eddie Brock. Yeah. Well, they kind of, they tried to do that in Spider Man Three, right? Wasn't yeah, they Eddie did. Trying to yeah. seduce uh, uh, what's yeah. his face, Mary Jane. Um, MJ, MJ. I, I I think I forgot three. That was a fever dream too. Um, I never even seen it. I I, th- I, I forgot it. I, I do remember Sandman and like a terror. I just remember it being that. I remember Bully Maguire. Everyone remembers Billy Maguire. I remember the pitch meeting uh, when he's just like, oh, and he falls into a science hole and turns into sand, and those things are everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, science hole. hole. (laughs) Oh, man. Fucking. I remember the memes more because those scenes where the memes are, like, taken from are the most memorable scenes of that movie is uh, weird-looking Toby. Um, I mean, the pitch meeting on that one is great because it's like, they have more, like, so many music. He's like, you know what I felt was left out of the first two movies was musical scenes. Yes. Bad musical scenes. He's like, intentionally bad musical scenes? Like, yeah, they're even going to remark on how bad they are in the film. You're like, what is this? What do you do? What are these choices? <laughs> that uh, third Eric, one is really off. Oh, yeah. Super Chats. Eric K for $2 says, lurk here often to listen to you fine gents. Thank you. Thank you very much, the mighty Eric K. Appreciate it, my dude. Hail Eric K. Hail Eric K. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think Eric um, Eric July's uh, Young Ripa's take is probably accurate, but it is it's a it's a cynical point of view. But it's probably the most grounded and realistic point of view because I mean, yeah. <clears throat> I find myself even being just like. 
like I said, like exhausted and just wanting good content. Like the idea that the expanse is shaping up to be a good season is, is blowing my mind. Like I, I'm, I'm actually turning on something and I'm just enjoying it for what it is. I'm not like taking four steps and being like, okay, if I can remove this woke angle, then I can enjoy it. Or like, oh, there it is again. Like I'm not seeing that at all. And the Witcher, while I think it's starting to peek its head in, it's it's doing certain things kind of well. Like the you have Siri is now at the Witcher facility and she's training to be a Witcher, mm-hmm. which is that's the lore. Um, mm-hmm. And it's funny because it was it tracked to me like they have her. She she's super hungry to be a Witcher. And uh, these guys are like, all right, you want to be a witcher? And they take her out to, like, this, um, like, training thing where they, you have to, like, duck and bob mm-hmm. and weave all these. And she keeps getting her ass kicked, like, yeah. hard. She keeps getting her ass busted by this thing, which I was like, that's pretty funny. Like, I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then by the end, like, after her just getting up and trying again and getting up and trying again, the guys are, like, straight up rooting for her. They're like, do this. Don't do it. Like, they, like, yeah. get on her side. And like I'm like this all that's exactly how I would want that to play out, and that's what makes sense to me. Like that's that's what I think. Like we were going back to what we were saying before. It's like it, it's really just the respect. It's like mm-hmm. if you want to come play football with the guys, fine. But like you know, this is a violent game, and it's going to be what it is. But if you're willing to play, hey, come play. But you know, don't ask for special treatment. So it's like that. I think that that's what they're doing. Like they're kind of like they're she's showing that she's got inner strength and and uh, versatility and vitality and keeps going after it and then is becoming like a better witcher. I'm like that's that's exactly what we want. That's what we want in our storytelling. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. You know, I'm interested in the witcher because the fucking uh, animated uh, movie they did was really good. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm familiar. I'm like vaguely familiar with the witcher lore without having played the game. Or read the books, but I still have uh, some familiarity with it. And I didn't see season one, but like I was, I was hesitant to see season one because fucking, you just want to talk about alt right dog whistles. Fucking Henry Cavill, all but saying, yeah, this is kind of, it's kind of woke. Uh, kind of scared me off. I'm like, oh man, if if I know I'm just leading into a woke season to come, I don't know if I even want to invest into the first season. Uh, but everyone seems to be pretty positive on The Witcher. Uh. So yeah, I may end up checking it out. Well, Elvis does not agree with me about the Expanse or The Witcher. Oh man! Wow, we're usually on the same page too. He says the Expanse went on full went full on brainless action. I can't believe they were jumping on the Azure Dragon instead of shooting it with the EMP. Uh oh, am I yeah. am I a, a fucking rube? Am I a mark? Did they get me, Elvis? <laughs> I hope Maybe not. they did. I hope I find myself enjoying. I I I don't know. If it is bad in that regard, it's not bad in the way that I am concerned it being bad. Ooh, now we have a a different conversation. Uh, You because we started off with the the Spider Man thing, but it's like a if if something is bad, but it's not woke, is it better? You know what I mean? Is that good? But it, it like. Him pointing that out could be true, mm-hmm. and I could be missing it, but it didn't affect my enjoyment. So uh, while I can acknowledge the point, or maybe you know, I could even, I could even eventually come to the conclusion, oh, that is bad. But it's like I, like I'm fine with that, 
because I enjoyed it and it wasn't political, you know, like posturing or anything that like it, no messaging. It's just a show. And mm-hmm. so it could that's more of a taste thing, which that's kind of all I want out of content. Yeah. But I mean, all and kind of all these things, if there's a through line, it's almost like uh, Eddie Murphy talking about crackers. Uh, he was talking about uh, sex. And he said, if you ain't haven't had any in a long time, what you have is like the best nut ever. And it's mm-hmm. just like if you haven't, uh, you was on a desert island and you were starving and someone gave you a pack of crackers, you would think that's the best tasting pack of crackers of all time. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because you're starved for it, basically. So we're so starved for basic entertainment that like if you can just stand up straight and look somewhat like a, a, a solid show, I mean, maybe that some of that happened with uh, – Cause I heard just effusive praise for Spider Man. Cause I'm pretty, I mean, I'm pretty brutal mm-hmm. with my critiques. I don't really let off the gas. You know what I mean? Like I, me and you, we're, we're we're taking on the whole damn world with this arcade yeah. thing. Yeah, you know, me, you, then '70s rock fan. Everyone else is like, "Oh, you're crazy. It's not there." Um, yeah. So I, you know, I'm like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. This chick's fucking born a superhero. And just, <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, she trained boxing. Okay, physics are still a thing. Yeah, um, but uh, just Josh says I really just can't get over Marcos's man bun. I kind of want to make a YouTube channel called Marcos Man Bun. But what you're <laughs> overlooking is he's the villain, Josh. They're making it bad, right? The bad guy has the man bun. That's what you see. You got to see. You got to read between the lines, Josh. Read between the lines. Um, <laughs> Eric K says for five dollars. Thank you, Eric K. Much appreciated. The best damn crackers I ever had. Then you find out, oh, man, I just got some plain old crackers. Oh, I, I hope that's not the case. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy! Much appreciated, well, my friend. Yeah, you guys are more than just plain old crackers to me. I appreciate you guys. Ascension uh, Dildo says, nobody cares about your arcane takes, Matt. We just want to fuck with you. Oh, really? Oh, no. really? Trust nobody me. cares? People care. You guys are just fucking with us, yeah. But no, this arcane thing, it that, blew up, man. That short that I put out, arcane is woke and intersectional, has two thousand two hundred and twelve views, sixty two comments. It's got forty seven upvotes and a hundred and twenty one downvotes. It isn't. Yeah. It's, it's people are. They do not like this take. <laughs> no, no, they, they they're don't. upset about it. Yes, they are upset. Uh, people, Trust me. Like comments are just flooded. With people, you know, it's like, all right. how's it feel to hate women? All this shit. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, tell me you're a misogynist without telling me you're a misogynist. All, all kinds of shit. Elvis Abramovic, this is why we love you. Thank you for that sentence. Arcane is is woke as fuck, but actually great. That's why all, is that take? All I wanted. Thank That's you. The only you. acknowledgement I cared for. That was it. We yeah. love you, Elvis. Thank you, Elvis. Elvis is not dead. He's not. He's not on uh, in Cuba. Smoking with Pac and Biggie. He's he's alive and well, and he's making good points. You know what I noticed about um, The Witcher Season 2, which I was like, huh. So did you happen to see Critical Drinker's review of it? I did not. I did not. Because his was that it's, like, inconsistent but good. I think that was his take. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said – the, but one one thing he pointed out was that because Siri's really blonde, she's like platinum blonde, <clears throat> and she's like I think she's natural blonde because like he said she also has that eyebrow thing with blonde mm-hmm. people where it doesn't look like they have eyebrows. And then he did like a close up and did that scream from um, yeah. uh, ah, what is that movie? Uh, 
Oh shit! It's with the guy from Jurassic Park, and it's uh, the the Hell Gate opens in space. God damn it! Um. Oh shit! I know what it is, and I can't think of it now. Even I didn't even see the movie. My I brain just won't reviews. connect the dot. Damn it! Let me think of it. Uh, um, and I since you like did something, the hell is Event that? Horizon? Event Horizon. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah, the screen for Event Horizon, where so where she has like these super blonde eyebrows, and you it doesn't look like she has eyebrows. Dude, in season two, they dyed her eyebrows. She has dark eyebrows now. Huh. And I was like, is that because of Critical Drinker? <laughs> Well, he does have a fucking million subs now. He is a, a million a, subs, and those view those videos get you know millions of views. Yeah, there's no reason to. Th- I I mean, there's no reason to think that people are not, you know, like the people who are involved in it are not going like through all these videos and hearing like fan reactions and stuff like that. I mean, it's all marketing. They'd be stupid not to. Yeah, I mean, it's all market have research. Job, you have yeah. to do it. Yeah. It would make sense, right? And so that might, I don't know, or maybe the actress was self-conscious about it or something, but they definitely made that choice. Huh. And the only person I heard point that out was Critical Drinker. I mean, I live in this sphere. What is with all the fucking bots today? The comrades are out for you. What's going on? Um, but, uh, but yeah, I was like, is that, did, did he? He might have. I, was, I hope so. That'd be great. That's awesome, man. Yeah. We're making an impact. Yeah, I'm not we. doing anything. We <laughs> all this we critical shit. Critical drinker has a, a ebb and flow a daily of my the to my total amount of subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but yeah. we are on the same page. We are impacting society. Uh, yeah, no, I just thought that was an interesting thing. I was like, huh? Hmm. They changed that. Yeah, that's oh. interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um. Uh, Anything else, sir? I, uh, we didn't. We really didn't talk too much about Spider Man. I talked a little bit about it. I mean, it's bit. making a lot of money. Neither one of us really cares to see it, and yeah. we speculated it might bring in more woke content, and it very well may. Yeah, because I mean, well, I, I know um, <clears throat> Tom Holland said we need a more diverse Spider Man. Like, okay, oh, he so. has to say that. And it's funny. I actually Who shout cares out what to actors say. Yeah. Hey, the unless they're on YouTube that. channels like this one. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. go anywhere. Yeah. Well, no, I was it's funny. I actually um ironically I was talking to the maker of my uh my logo, Mando Merck, because um we were talking about Spider Man just on Discord or whatever. And I was looking he 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 had said the Spider Man at home me, but he actually had a, a joke where Spider Man at home and I'm like, I thought you were gonna send this talking about Miles Morales and Spider Gwen and like they're coming, they're going to be. Oh, the the fucking um, clean trailer. If you want, uh, you know what? Maybe check that out on uh, MFR. Mister Clean. No, it's a movie called Clean with Adrian Brody that looks pretty good. It's coming out next year. If you want to check that out, we can uh get that in. I mean, yeah. You can you watch it? Do you have time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I got time to watch clean it. Clean twenty twenty. Twenty twenty two should be. I, I said this is twenty twenty. Really? I mean, it does it's, say Adrian Brody. Okay, well, it has Adrian Brody, and it's—I thought it was coming out in 2022. I'm just reading IMDb. But you might be right. But um, see. um, yeah. As far as the, like 
Miles Morales is going to be in a live action Spider-Man movie. I'm surprised they didn't put him in No Way Home in the cameo. And so is Spider-Gwen. And they're going to like they're gonna make it woke Spider-Man movies. That's gonna happen. Um, I just wanted to like point that out. And there the fact that Tom Holland said it, I, the reason I even said that is because that may be, you know, a lot of these actors are in on it. I mean, all of them are in a lot of cases. So that you may have be, to be, that, to be a part of it. Prefacing you though, like, hey. We need a more diverse Spider-Man, and all of a sudden you hear about Miles Morales is casted in Spider-Man Four. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. Is he done with Spider-Man, Tom Holland? I don't think so. They might have both of them or something because they want to introduce him in. But no, I think he. I think he might even sign a contract to do more. You guys can are probably smarter than me. Uh, but no, I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think he's done. Hmm. All right. Well, let's watch this trailer. There used to be families in every house on this street. You could hear the kids laughing all the time. What's going on? It's cold. Grandma's out. I left my key inside. You hungry? You know, we don't need anyone to save us. Just trying to save myself. I'm still looking for answers. I just don't know the questions anymore. I've got blood on my hands. No matter how hard I try, I can't wash away the past. Sorry about the smell. I'm used to it. For your trouble. I'm good. Most guys I sponsor, they got a hard time doing work. But you, hey, you got a different sort. That's Baby O from Con Air. Oh, shit, it is. I even think about that. Hell yeah. I'm going to show you God does exist. What a malady. Yeah, it ain't the work. It's the letting go. Your grandma's going to worry. You ain't my father. You find a way to make peace with it. Or it makes war with you. What's up? We close. I'm going to have to open you up. What? Ooh, what's he got there? It's a wrench. Is that a tire iron or something? Yeah, it's a wrench. God has a plan. We can never go home. Kill the girl and the old lady. Make it messy. I'm gonna make it right. Home protection. Hunting. What a trash man. Wasn't always a trash man. Sent me to kill the Grim Reaper. All right, I don't need to see any more. I hate when they show the entire fucking movie. Yeah, that's the one thing with this trailer. They showed a fucking right. Movie. Got it. Like you could have ended at a minute, I'd have been in. Yeah, you're supposed to entice me about the movie, not tell me exactly what's going to happen beat for beat. <laughs> yeah, it literally does, and that's the that one beef with that that trailer. But it just looks like a hey, it's a classic fucking action movie. That does look badass. Yes. Yeah. That peak for sure. Yeah, yeah, same here. I played it on a stream. A plug for my channel because you should sub to my channel. Played it on a stream a few days ago. Um, and I was I just because I wanted to, it was another movie everyone gave me shit for, but uh, people like that trailer. I'm very interested in that trailer. It comes out uh next month actually. That looks good. That looks good. Yeah, looks good. Looks good. Um, well, uh, one last thing. Uh, this show has to end, unfortunately. Yeah. But fear not. Fear not. For there is another hour, two yes. hours even, of content 
on the Culture Crime Fighters Patreon, Secret Identities. This week we talk about drugs and our our our. Do we put that? I think is it in the link? Is it in the cha- in the description? Um, I hope so. If the- I didn't, I'm an idiot. The Patreon. Yeah. I hope it's in the description. Um, and this week we talk about our uh, history with drugs. Drugs, yes, much more risque. Uh, not not really risque, just more personal. And uh, yeah. about about your favorite culture crime fighters, their secret identities. Uh, yeah, we talk about that a little bit. So make sure you check out the Patreon, uh, Culture Crime Fighter Secret Identities. Go there. We're having a lot of fun. I think it's great. A little bit more, a little bit more content. It's already out. This week's episode dropped. Yes. So uh, go peep it, peep it there, audio and video. Uh, so if you just if you're using the Patreon app, you can you know just listen to the audio on your phone. Um, so recommended. Yeah, please do. And somebody mentioned I do have a second channel that I haven't done anything with, but I am going to do something with as soon as I can. Oh, yeah, that's Uh, right. Yeah, because I'm still going to concurrently. Please sub to my original channel. I saw Eric K in the chat. Please still sub to uh, Vigilante Williamson. Um, And and I'm going to have another channel called Vigilante Williamson Vengeance. I'm not even sure if it's searchable. It probably isn't. Um, If anyone could toss that link in, that would be super dope. Because I I am I am a paranoid person, but I don't think I'm paranoid with uh, some of the suppression on YouTube, and so I'm like I, I need to relieve some of that pressure, so to speak, and see if I can create a, another channel, see if I'll still have the same issues with growth. So I'm mm-hmm. going to concurrently run both of these channels and, and go from there, and then eventually, if my theory is correct, uh, so to the link that you have up, okay, Hell yeah. Yeah, it is on my community tab. You can check my community tab if you if you uh, want to find that the second channel. Um, but if 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 it does indeed uh, grow unimpeded, I, I might switch to that as the main channel. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm just gonna try concurrently. I'm gonna. I, you know, I forgot to upload that live stream to that channel because I'm a, I'm gonna bust my nut. Oh boy, that's not what I said, Simpson Dildo. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to trying to still grow. Uh, so I'm just kind of starting over with this channel, but I'm still still got the main channel at the same time. And you have and other I, ambitions too, right? Like you have another, yeah, you have another channel to... ideas and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, I keep mean, an eye on that. For now, sub to yeah. the main channel, please. Uh, yes, check out the Patreon. If yes. if you can't do that, what you can do because this is a podcast, uh, you can go on iTunes, give us a five star review. Would really appreciate that. Yes, helps boost the algorithm helps the the Crime Squad grow. Uh, so really appreciate that, guys. And uh, they were asking about my expand stream. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Thanks. I will be doing it tomorrow night. I think uh, I think I have it at eight or eight thirty, uh, but I will definitely be doing it um, now that I know the timeline when it comes out and all that. So yeah, uh, expanse uh, stream and then review on Friday. So all right, Yas Queen. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's gonna do it for the Culture Crime Fighter, guys. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you next yeah. week. Peace. Next, next week on Vidge's channel. Yeah. Wait. Wait. Do we see him next week? Are you going to be back next oh, week? Oh, shit. That's right. The holidays. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Does that make this the last episode of the year? Oh, shit. I think it does. Fuck. This is. Wow. I'm glad we, we caught that before we uh, signed off. This is the last episode of the year then. Yeah. Shit. Well, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everybody. Hell yeah. We'll, we'll see you if there is a 2022, you know. No guarantees in this world. No, but if there know. is a 2022, uh, we'll see you then. See you then. Uh, see first you in 2022. Week, it'll be on my channel. So, yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Exactly. Like, yeah, the year's over. 
Yeah, it's Fuck. crazy. We will. I mean, cocktail lounge still Friday. Yeah, it's still, still Friday. The cocktail lounge and and New Year's Eve. So you will see us before the year's out. Okay, but I think they, this I, is I, the I, last. This is the last culture crime fighters of the year, though. Yeah, yeah. So you are doing the New Year's show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, New Year's, Christmas, and New Year's Eve. Cool, because I was planning on like I'm planning on doing that show to get drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I'm not. I mean, I'm not yeah. a real person, so I don't have like a social life. So like that I was my social. To, I have to work the next morning, so I can't get that tuned up. Yeah. Okay. Early too. Fucking. Sucks. Oof. Is what it is. Is what it is. All right. We'll see you all in the new year. If uh, if you want more content, obviously cocktail lounge on Fridays. So come check yeah. us out there too. And we will do another episode of Secret Identities though. So if you if you are, damn it, I, you know next week like, I want some culture crime fighters. There will be a new episode, not just the uh, drugs episode. We have another episode that we are going to do for yeah. next week. So I think we're drowning these that. guys in plugs, quite frankly. But yeah, uh, we are. <laughs> And, and we already have a deal, though, so drowning them in plugs is not going to make that any better. Mm.